Welcome, everyone, from Rapoy TCG's basement and recording studio. This is From the Vault, a Magic the Gathering podcast. I am your host, Sean Fury, and of course, this week, I'm joined by... Frank. And... Rapoy. Welcome, everyone. How are y'all doing? Frank, it's good to have you back. Feels good. We missed you last week, buddy. Oh, uh, great. Although, I have to say, I, I did notice <laughs> on our... Oh, sorry! Forgot to ask you how you're doing. No, it's I, okay. I was getting there. Over here. I was getting there. Uh, I noticed on our views on YouTube, we took a little dip, and then the episode without Frank went back up. I know. Wasn't that weird? That is weird. Sorry, Frank. Sorry, no, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, man. I don't know. Maybe they just like, uh, well, we all have beards. I can't really think of a beard yeah. day. I think if they see that my voice is going to be there, um, and yeah. And they're like, this sounds like a fucking villain's henchman. I'm out. You know what? Our run, t- like our view time was up. It's kind of weird. Like they hung around for longer. Maybe it. Yeah. Damn, Frank. Maybe we gotta yeah. give me the axe. Frank, yeah. the door's open. <laughs> we I'm love just Frank. kidding. Yeah. Frank you just don't want to play against <laughs> Affinity anymore. <laughs> yeah. No Affinity, man. Oh, right. speaking of Affinity, you got Affinity put back together? I do. Mm-hmm. That's pretty exciting. You got the band back together, huh? Yeah. yeah. Man. True Affinity. True Affinity. Nice. Hell yeah. Is that what you're going to be playing at Star City? Yep. All right. What are you I, playing at Star City? I still there? don't know yet. God, this man's know. got like nine decks. Nine? He's a jack of all trades and a master of all trades. I've built my collection so I can make any deck I want. Yeah. Well, at least modern. Oh, oh. Yeah. any deck you want. Oh, any yeah. deck I want. See, here's why cards are so expensive, because 1% of the book. Yeah, you're driving on the prices. Yeah. Well, whatever's good up till then, I, I guess uh, three weeks ahead, I'll just pick that one. You're either going to play Fish or you're going to play uh, Titan. I do like the uh, the Obosh one, though. Yeah, they, my, yeah, my Lizard People yeah. deck, I do enjoy that. And Nasty Gals is pretty fun, too. Yeah. Now I got the four Lilianas. Ooh. Thanks for the reprint, Wizards. <laughs> so I ended up selling those three for uh, $150. Yeah. The Innistrad, Liliana of the Veil, the night before it got released that it was going to come out. Yeah. And then I ended up pulling, I bought the one box with you. I opened yeah. it right in front of you. I got yeah, two Lilianas. two. One was foil. Yep. And then I got uh, two showcase ones online for 30 bucks each, somewhere around that. Mm-hmm. It's not bad. There you no, go. That's pretty good. Got four for, you know. I guess it's not a one for one. You can't do that. But at the clip, it would be four for one twenty. Okay. Made thirty dollars. Got one extra. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I'm that happy. seems good. Yeah. yeah. I'm very happy with the Lilianas. Yeah. All right. So what do you guys been up to? Anything good? No. Just working. Yeah. yeah. Just working. Yeah. Totaling cars. Yeah. Totaled the Prius today. Did you? Yeah. It's a piece of shit. Oh my god. Two thousand seven Prius. Oh my god. I mean, the guy even knew it when he came up. He was like, is this going to be total? And I was like, probably. Yeah. Like, the whole side of his fucking car was swiped. Oh. Living in Philly. Yeah. Sucks to live in a major city. Yeah. Cars just parked on the side of the road are prone to getting getting smashed along the side. So, yeah, anyway, not too much. Yeah, not too much. Yeah. Yeah, Just excited about... uh, some new Dominaria drafting. Oh, yeah. I haven't gotten a chance to do too much of it yet. Yeah. Yeah, so have you been playing any Modern or uh, Legacy on MTGO? Uh, yeah, I have. I've been playing Grixis Archon. Had a little bit of a rough night last night, but... How'd you get... I yeah. didn't do well at all. I ran into Counterspell.deck Are you playing two the... or three times in a row. That was annoying. Just Control? Yeah. Were you playing Creativity? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they just waited for that Creativity? Yeah. 
Yeah. You know, I would say, you, you seemed a bit off that night. Too, I was. Like, I took a nap beforehand, and when I woke up, I was like, I don't really feel like streaming tonight. And I was like, but no, let me fucking keep doing it, because if I fall off the wagon, I'm going to kick myself. And then I played it, and I was like, man, I'm not even having fun. But I wasn't into it. That was, that's, like... I should have. I should not have taken a nap. I should have been like doing something. Even if I was playing, I should have just been doing something. But is it the deck or are you just... no? I just didn't feel like playing. Oh, okay. It was like I felt more obligated to play than like, oh, I want to play. So yeah. that didn't help. So an unsuccessful stream. But then I went back and recorded for YouTube. I had a little bit more fun then. So I posted that onto YouTube. I still didn't do great, but at least I had fun. You gotta have fun doing it. Exactly. If you're not having fun, there's no point in playing. And you know what? When I woke up, I was like, I don't fucking feel like doing this. Yeah. But I was like, let me just do it, and then I got about halfway through it, and I was like, I can't do this. Like, I'm not. I'm not enjoying myself. Like, it's one thing to like lose; it's another thing to lose and not be having fun. Yeah, so it's like, okay if you're not having fun and winning, like playing Delver. Yeah, <laughs> just like yeah, yeah. So it on people. I wasn't having fun, but I think I'm gonna play it for another week because that's what I'm playing in paper. That's what I'm gonna play at Story City because okay. the deck is fun. Yeah. So it was just me. I was in a bit of a stupor. There is a lot of Delver showing up. I put it in the show notes. Yeah. I don't know if you saw that I one. I did. Yeah, I mean, in that one. Well, we'll get to it. Yeah, we'll I don't get wanna, to it. Yeah. Lots of creativity. Yeah. Lots of, uh... Lots That's of the five color creativity. I gotta get my hands on some running sixes. Yeah. I can play five color creativity. That seems cool. Still, still creativity's at one creature. It's Archon, which is still sweet. But it gets to play, like, running six. And you know what else it plays? Leyline binding. Yep. Hey, you it mean plays four solid rule. Yeah, it plays four leyline bindings. You mean this beautiful card here? Hell yeah! yeah. Came, oh my god! Oh. oh my god! The cards all falling everywhere. Yep. I'll pick them up. Oh, no. What'd you get them for? Uh, they were five dollars for the foils. Nice. You're only pre-ordered. Really? Worth it. Okay. Yeah. So actually, I was saying, like, hey, Steve, you want more? Uh, well, I'll give you these ones for three dollars a piece. <laughs> they were, <laughs> dude. I was trying to get them for more. Uh, quantity and they just kept selling out as i had them in my cart Everybody yeah went and bought them at the same time the discord that i uh that i'm on it's like they'll just go and buy a whole yeah. bunch of the same card you won't even have a chance yeah but yeah i just got these today in the mail so i didn't have a chance to yeah put them so, in the old uh five color i might up to the five color creativity list it's just i'm running sixes but he's cheap for now yeah, yeah I mean, he got yeah. reprinted. So yeah, thank God. I think you can get him for like 50 bucks a piece if you get the never one. Let's go to use like 110, remember? He was. Yep. The shop card? has full art borderless ones for like 70 a piece, but I only have two. You mean the new ones? Yeah, Double Masters full art borderless. Dude, those are awesome. Yeah. I like so I was like, if they're selling them for 70, they'd. But they don't have any regular ones. And what's it? Um, uh, Card Kingdom wants 60. So if Card Kingdom won sixty, the shop would want like fifty-two, but they don't have any. So for the regular, yeah, for just yeah. regular ones. Well, you got to think what's going to go up more, like who's gonna or what are people going to want in their decks? They're probably going to want that borderless one. I so, want the borderless one. Yeah, like if you think about it, I'm half tempted to just pick up the two borderless ones because they, they might still look be, good. They still look yeah. great, and then just get the other two whenever I get the chance to get the. Other they two. might be worth it, like yeah. if the regular goes because the regular's going to go back up. Yeah. Um, the borderless one will probably be in the 120, 130 range. Yeah. So, yeah, I get the borderless one. Yeah, so I'm thinking about it. Yeah. Um, Your choice. Yeah. Your choice. Yeah. Just saying. It's uh, all relative. We got a lot of Magic the Gathering coming up this season. 
We're going to be going to DerpyCon to play some Magic. Mm-hmm. That should be fun. little nerd convention they hold up in North Jersey. They do it every year. Me and Frank stumbled across it one year by accident. So what happened was we were supposed to be going to a modern tournament. Oh, my God. Yeah, man. Is she yeah. going to be there? Probably. I don't know. Shit. She's hot. Damn. Calm yourself. Yeah, relax. <laughs> So we were going to this this dra- this event held by the Bearded Dragon at this hotel, and we walked in. We couldn't find anybody, and then we stumbled upon DerpyCon, and we were like, "What the hell is this?" We finally found where we were supposed to be. We got uh, paperwork on DerpyCon, looked it up. Apparently, they hold it every year, and they do have like some side events for Magic the Gathering because it's it's what anime cosplay and like tabletop events and stuff. Yeah. So they do like Yu-Gi-Oh and Magic. So, all right, it's only like 30 bucks to get in. So probably try to sneak up on a Saturday and see what they got going on for Magic the Gathering. Oh, they're doing applications on this? Okay. So they have the they have tournaments. Yeah. Hey, if you're going. I mean, I'll go and play some Magic, whatever. Yeah. That'd be cool. Some I haven't we haven't played competitive Magic in a long time because of COVID, so. Are you going to yeah. dress up? No, I'm not going to dress up. Griffin Burns is going to be there. Who's that? So it's Lauren Landa. Who are they? I don't know. It probably says. Look at their portfolios next uh, to them. Wendy Lee is one of the premier American voice artists. Uh, she's an anime. Oh, she does like Sailor Moon, Cowboy Bebop. That's cool. That's Bob. sweet. Yeah. Is, uh, cool. This is not my world, but that's okay. Yeah. They have magic. Uh, this is going to be interesting. I would love to. It looks this. cool. They had like nerd speed dating and shit. They did. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I just want to be a fly on the wall. Yeah. Oh, shit. I it just looks... want to stand there and be like, go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I say you come with us. It's 30 bucks to get in. It's not bad at all. Look up uh, the Bearded Dragon. Bearded Dragon. So the Bearded Dragon is in Bernardsville, and DerpyCon is in New Brunswick. I don't know what the distance is between the two, but if it's not that far, we could always hit up the Bearded Dragon, because apparently they're a pretty popular shop. Okay. Yeah, they yep. got some... Uh, That's them. Mm-hmm. They got some product. Let me take a look and see... Decks. Bernardsville to New Brunswick. Bernardsville to New Brunswick is approximately a 30-minute drive. So we could realistically go to DerpyCon... Hang out, play some magic, and then take a quick half-hour drive over to the Bearded Dragon, see what they got, and then call it a day and go home. Okay. I'd be down to do that. If you guys are down, I'm down. See you at DerpyCon. Yeah. Motherfuckers. So that should be fun. And then after DerpyCon, about a week or two later, we have Star City Philadelphia. That'll be exciting. That is going to be great. Some more competitive magic. Yeah. Some Legacy. Yeah, you're going to play Legacy? Mm, yes. Yeah. I don't know what I'm going to play in Legacy yet, but it's probably going to be Mono Red Prison. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Nice. With some squeeze. Yeah. Dubious Monarch. That's my sleeper. Yep. Okay. Pick the set. Okay. And that's a copycat aspiring uh, spike pick, but I don't care. Okay. Yeah. I got, uh, where are they? I got like 50 of them. They were 50 cents each. What, squeeze? Yeah. Nice. I bought a stack. Yeah, there they are. <laughs> Look at my squeeze. Oh, my lord. Yeah. Don't you hate squee? I you do, do, but that card is fucking good. That's the best squee ever printed. 
If you say so. All right. Um, that's also going to be the week for pre-release for Brother War. Yes. Gonna have to do some sealed deck. They'll probably have some side events there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for well, actually, main events for the pre-release. We're going Saturday and Sunday. Yep. I think Frank's just going Saturday. Probably just Saturday for me. Okay. You got to work Sundays. Uh, that's my money day. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So we'll probably do, we'll do one day of sealed for the pre-release, and then the next day modern legacy. Okay. Sounds good to me. Or vice versa, if you want to do modern and legacy on Saturday, and then I'll have to be doing modern on yeah, Saturday. Yeah, because he'll be doing modern on Saturday, so. Okay. Maybe we'll do Modern Legacy on Saturday and then do the pre-release on Sunday if they're doing it that day. I went on their website. They don't have anything up for side events or main events, anything for it yet. So. Yeah, we're still waiting. Mm-hmm. That sucks. All right. All right, so let's jump into it. We've got Lost Legends drop rates. They are at about 2.7%, okay. which is a little lower than the 3% that uh, Wizards said they were going to be. Okay. Just round um, it, I guess. Yeah, why If not? you round it, it rounds up, yeah. They said it would be uh, about 3%, and right. it's coming out to two per case. So, okay. Um, now, the thing that most people are disappointed about is the, the price on these. Most of the Legends cards that people are pulling are like $10. They're just Kobolds right. or Commons. Obviously, there are some people pulling uh, Moat and, what was it, Chains of Mephistopheles. Saw one of those. But But, those are also, like, those were probably more rare than than your Kobolds. So, obviously, the Kobolds are going to be, like, you're going to get that more, like... But to like get a to get a two hundred fifty dollar collector box and then like oh my god I got a legends card and it's worth but that's $10. That, that's, that's always, on you that's that's yeah. the, that's the gamble that's on you that's always been a thing with yeah. any sort of like chase like cards in right, these, like, right. collector boxes like it's like you could get this awesome Lily on the veil or, or you, you could get, get lava claw reaches yeah that's right yeah <laughs> lava claw reaches was okay for a bit lava claw reaches was okay for a bit. For a bit. For a bit, yes. Well, we were talking about that with uh, Anger of the Gods. Yeah. Oh, you could yeah. get this Emrakul, or you could get an Anger of the Gods. That's like in Double Masters? Exactly, yeah. yeah. So fancy. Yeah, and then you end up spending how much money on that collector's box, and what was... Oh, for... Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, because I was joking. Yeah. Like, I better not get a... Yeah, I better not get a single Anger of the Gods. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was about... Two hundred forty dollars for four packs, so sixty bucks a piece. That was at release. Now they're higher. Than right, that. but that's the problem: is Wizards knows nerds are going to buy this shit up. So yeah. what do they care? So it turns out the textured foils in Double Masters Twenty Two were <clears throat> a lot more valuable than yeah the other ones, like the past textured foils. Yeah, uh, people like the treatment on those, and they're also um, they're more rare than the. Uh, the borderless foils, I believe. Oh? Just because it's like one slot and it's only in collector boxes. Okay. But you could pull borderless foil rares in draft packs of Double Masters 22. So if you do the math, those textured foils are actually rare. Okay. Yeah. So some of those are getting a good amount of, uh, you know, a little boost. So if you if you did the math, you saw that opening weekend and you bought into those. Right. You would have made a, a pretty penny knowing just the math that was going to work out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so these Lost Legends, I mean, I just see them doing this again. I think they probably do have, like, some hidden... They have Evolve mm-hmm. from Evolve. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, from the Wizard's Vault. Yeah. They have that room, like, at the end of Raiders of the Lost Star. Yeah. 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 And they just have, like, an alpha booster box yeah. sitting on that thing with, yeah. like, a little weight. If and, you open uh, it, your face melts. Yeah. Yes. The and Ark also... Of, the Ark of the Covenant. There's, like, a Furby ball that, like, comes down a ramp, and then yeah. the Furby ball comes out, because Hasbro... Yeah. Hasbro, yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I do think that there's more Lost Palettes... Um, I don't think these were really That's, lost. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they probably were sitting on these for a few years. Yeah. At one point, they probably were lost, but then they were like, oh, well, let us use these for something in the future. And boy, did it work. Yeah. Now, uh, we will get into this. Actually, I don't even know if I should just skip it. What? Skip to it. Um, the wallet fatigue. Um, I think I had these. Yeah, I had this on the show notes. So... Let's skip the previews just to go to this, because it's a good um, transition. Okay. Number three. So, a lot of MTG players are fatigued right now. With fatigued? So many... Fatigued, yes. Fatigued? Did I say it wrong? You said you put a Y in there. Fatigued. 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 I think you could say it both ways. I guess. I guess you could say it whatever you want. <laughs> Maybe you could be wrong. <laughs> so, they are fatigued. <laughs> With too many releases. Yeah, we were talking. Me and Frank were talking about that <coughs> earlier. It's it, it's been a lot. It is a lot. Like I really didn't. If like I was so hyped up on like excited with Kamigawa when New Kapena came out, I just didn't give a shit. Yeah. 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 I mean, Kapena did suffer because Kamigawa was so popular, and then the um. Of course, Kamigawa was going to be more popular. Like, well, they had to know that. Yeah, but the original set wasn't. Yeah, but this is like, oh, cool, we're going to go back to Kamigawa. There were still good cards in it. Like, oh, we're going to go back to Kamigawa? Yeah. It was also the, like, cyberpunk, like, S. That that was nice, And I was like, this is sweet. That looks good. That's going to attract people, yeah. Mm -hmm. So we have have a lot of sets coming out. And according to uh, this one user, I borrowed this from MTG Rocks. Yeah. Uh, this one user prides mind statistics. Dominary United has currently sold 1.18 million uh, worth of product on TCG Player. Yeah. Meanwhile, Streets of New Capenna had total sales of 1.28 simultaneously. So the same release window. Yeah. Uh, New Capenna actually did, did better, better than Dominary okay. United. Which is a little weird because yeah. that's the first time they've gone to New Capenna. Right. That's a new plane. I guess in a way that's good. Um, it but is. I, I think what happened over the summer is a lot of people spent a lot of money. Like yeah. on, on uh, Double Masters 22. Yeah. And just the amount of releases, all of these secret layers. But Kamigawa Neon Dynasty eclipsed both of those sets with a total sales of 1.43 million in the yeah. same amount of time. So... How do you guys view new sets of Magic products? Do you guys decide, like, how do you decide what to buy? Do you just go for what you like, or do you want, like, that. a little taste of everything? No, I go for what I like. Yep. Okay. Like, and, like, like I liked Kamigawa. I didn't care about Streets of New Capenna. Okay. Was it, like, the gangster thing? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. It was just, I don't like the brass knuckles as the damn set symbol. That's, <laughs> that's annoying. It's corny. It is very <laughs> corny. But, however... However, to give the devil's dues, I do appreciate when they go to somewhere new as opposed to revisiting fucking, you know, Ravnica for the 18th fucking time because they want to print fucking uh, Shocklands again. Or we're <laughs> going back to Zendikar for the ninth fucking time because they want to print fucking Fetchlands again. That gets annoying. The yep. Kamigawa one is cool because we've only been there once. Yeah. So here's a chance to go back to Kamigawa, make it cool, 
That was fine with like going back to Rav once, going back to Zendikar once. The problem is we've gone to Ravnica and fucking Zendikar umpteenth times. Now, Streets of New Capenna comes out. Here's a set. It's a new plane. So automatically I was like, oh, that's cool. We'll get maybe some like new abilities on cards, new cards in general. Maybe bring over some Planeswalkers that are now in New Capenna, which they did. That was cool. But then as I looked at it, I was like, it's like fucking 1920s mobster scene. That's not really doing it for me. And that's a trend with me. When they went to Amonkhet, I didn't really like the Egyptian. Uh, I love. I know Amonkhet. you did. See, I, I did not. I that too, and I wasn't playing. I wish they'd re-release that, because I want them. I was like, oh, cool, a new place to go. And then as I looked at it, I was like, it's just fucking Egypt. I don't care about that. Why don't you like Egypt? Because that to me, that's not original. Like, th come up with something original. How about we just go to Egypt and everybody looks like a mummy and a pharaoh? Did you like Theros? It was okay. Because it's like Greek. Greek. Sure, yeah. but that, it's the same thing. Okay, this is going to be Greek mythology. Like, okay. Okay. Like, going to New Capenna. I don't need my guys to be wearing trench coats and look like, you know, the, fucking... What's his name? All... Yeah, Joe looked, fix it. Looked fucking dumb. Bob. Yeah. Yeah. Bob yeah. Nixon. Wearing his fucking jacket and his uh, fucking fedora. Like that's what I mean. That doesn't do it for me. Mob Nixilis. Google it. There yeah. it is. Is that that's him. That's the one. Uh it will be showing on your screen. Yeah. Uh oh, I'm so cool, man. I got this pinstripe suit. Yeah. I'm a fucking demon. Pass. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. it didn't do it for me. Well, oh, there's a funny one. Is this fan art? <laughs> <laughs> He's got a cigar and a glass of whiskey on the rocks. Well, I mean... You know what I do like do that's an original idea? What? Shards. Conflux. Shards. Oh, that yeah. was cool. Cons of Tarkir was awesome. Cons was pretty cool. Well, they're going back to That's Ixalan pretty original. And Lorwyn. That was cool. They need to go back to Lorwyn. They definitely need to go back. See, and that's one I think that'll excite people. They, it's a plane that they can revisit that mm -hmm. hasn't been revisited 19 fucking times. Yeah. This will be fresh. People are like, oh, cool. Bring Marys back Kithkins. And Rose. People yeah. love Marys and Rose, yeah. And Kithkins. And Kithkins. Yeah, Hell yeah, right. man. I do uh, I do really want Lorwyn because I liked that set. I did play during Lorwyn that Lorwyn is, yeah. But that was like during Magic's lull where they kind of had low sales. Okay. So, that was also so was, our first introduction to Planeswalkers. Oh yeah, mm -hmm. the first the first five original planeswalkers were in Lorwyn. Yeah, well, Baruch, Lily, Ajani, Chandra, and Jace. Yeah, that was kind of cool. So Johnny's dead. Aww. Is he the only one who's dead? I think. Yeah, yeah right? Chandra's done. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Jaya just died too. Right, and she died, but she wasn't part of the original five. Yeah, they're over here killing off planeswalkers. Unless you consider her creature card to be the fucking. Her original creature card was like the original. Like oh, the, because it had or whatever. Yeah, because it had so many abilities. so many abilities. Oh yeah. Oh, that's. What set was that from? Uh, Ooh, isn't it Jaya Baller? Jaya Baller yeah. Task Mage. It'll be on your screen. Look, say it. There it is. TSR. No, that's no, that's the reprint. Remastered. That's not the original one. Oh, well, then she was probably from like Time Spiral or something. Uh, Time Time Spiral. Yeah. So go to TCG player and then do view all versions. Oh yeah, yeah, time, time spiral. spiral. So because she had all of those abilities, that was kind of like the, uh, like the the preview of a planeswalker. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Well, yeah, it is three abilities. Yeah, it's like a morphling. Right. Yeah. So uh, we can move on to previews. 
Yeah. We've got some more. Just when one thing comes out, previews for something else, Thor. That's right. We just got Dominary United, and within a week, we have previews again. Yep. Warhammer 40K. Yeah. How are you feeling about this, Frank? Uh, I'm excited to get a new commander deck. No, oh, you're going to buy the Necron one? I'm going to get the... Uh, oh, no, you... Yeah, sorry. I'm getting the Grixis one. Okay. That's uh, what you, you told me that. Send me a picture of that demon, and I was like, yep. Yeah. That's that, going to be my boy. That demon is very good. Yeah. Um, so that's the only one you're going to get? Yep. Okay. Sean, you going to buy any? Uh, I guess I'll get the Tamir one. It is cool to get a new uh, a new commander deck. And I do like the art on some of these cards, and the abilities are pretty cool. Yeah, like... The last one that I got was what? The Adventures in the Forgotten, Forgotten Realms. Forgotten Realms, yeah. Oh, the Brondus one? Yeah. Well, that was a good deck. I'm going to tell you now, I, I don't know about you guys, but the one I get, I'm probably not going to change. I'll just leave Same. It. Yeah, you're going to leave a bone stock? Okay. It's I, I read somebody, or maybe I heard it, but just like changing the foil ones is going to be hard, like not putting another foil in there. Yeah. Because the collector ones are all foil. Right. So it's going to be weird if you wanted to change that up and nah. just put a non-foil in I'm there. I'm going to leave a bone stock. Yep. Yeah. So with those, probably people will just leave a bone stock. Yeah. Um, unless they want to get a bunch of foils. And it's also fun to not like worry about like tinkering with it and whatnot. Right. Just being like, oh, I'm just playing this the way it is. Yeah. There's, there's something to be said about, like you know the power level of the deck because you know the deck list. Yeah. And it's like, well, I'm playing with, uh, you know, just a straight pre-con. Yeah. And you want to play with a straight pre-con, you just pick another one instead of all these, like, you know, like the level 7, level 8 power level kind of thing. Yeah. It's just pre-cons. Yeah. You know, they have tap lands. They're not too overpowered. Yeah. No infinite combos. Right. At least ones that are, like, less than three cards. Yeah. So, are you going to get one? Yeah. Yeah, I got the, the whole set pre-ordered. Okay, nice. The collector ones. Figured that was the best thing, but the nice thing about Amazon is you can pre-order these things, and then if you don't want them, you just cancel yeah, you them a week before. It, yeah. They never charge you. Right. So just hold the placeholder, and maybe you end up picking it up, maybe you don't. Yeah. Yeah. So we got previews. We have Turvagon. Turvagon. It's a Tyranid. Uh, Ravenous. X, one, and a green. Uh, Ravenous is this creature enters the battlefield with X plus one plus one counters on it. If X is five or more, draw a card when it enters, trample, and then spawn term termagons. Whenever Turvagon deals with These must all be Warhammer terms. Yeah. yeah. I mean yes. I know Tyranid, but I don't know these like terms. So whenever it deals damage to combat damage to a player, create that many one one green Tyranid creature tokens. Yeah, that's cool. That's neat. That's a Frank card. You should get that and put it in Phylaft. No, he doesn't need to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Leave file out the way he is. That would fit nicely. That cultivate does look good. Yeah, the reprint of cultivate. Yeah, yeah. that's why I put it on there. I really like this art. I yeah. think it's um, and I like the stamp at the bottom. The yeah, triangle like the Teletubby tri triangle. This yeah, is, uh, I don't know. I I'm really I'm digging these. I think this was a really good idea by them. This is one of those IPs that artistically can definitely get in line with the magic fantasy theme. Yeah. Uh, some of these other ones, uh, I'm not, I'm not so yeah. sure about like stranger things. And, yeah. Like, I don't know. We've, we've, yeah, we've talked yeah. about that. Uh, the far seek is a dude on a bike. I think that's a K. Is that a chaos? Or I don't even know who that is. What uh, race that is, but you know, they got a motorcycle. On a far seek, which is really cool. Yeah. 
Um, they've got Keeper of Secrets. Yeah, Demon. Yeah, uh, Mono Red Demon. John, you want to read that one off? Yeah, five and a red for a demon. Uh, first Strike in Haste. Symphony of Pain. Whenever you cast a spell from anywhere other than your hand, Keeper of Secrets deals damage equal to that spell's mana value to target opponent. That's He's neat. a 6-4. That is pretty cool. Yeah. And here's the reason I want the Grixis deck. Yeah, this Frank, why don't you read yeah. your Demon Boy off? Bellacor, the Dark Master. 3, and then Grixis. 6-5 Flying. Uh, legendary Creature, Demon Noble. Flying. Uh, Prince of Chaos. When Bellacor, the Dark Master, enters the battlefield, you draw X cards and you lose X life where X is the number of demons you control. Could have stopped there. Right. No, we also have the Lord of Torment. When another demon enters the battlefield under your control, it deals damage equal to its power to any target. So a Warstorm Surge for demons yeah. that you control. Yes. That's cool. Any kind of Warstorm Surge effect is always OP, especially if you can blink them, right? Yeah. yeah. Also, the fact that he, uh, which are in colors for that to be a thing if you decide to change the deck up. Um... But it's also nice when a, a creature replaces itself. Yeah. Like, yeah. even if he's the only one that's on the battlefield, you draw a card, so you're still going to, even if he then dies, Yeah, he's been replaced. Right. You know what? You know what just went up, too? What? And we're going to talk about it in Market Movers, is that Saison card. Remember that? The Perverter of Truths? Perverter of Truths, yeah. yeah. it's up to like 15, 20 bucks, I think. Oh, Frank, not mine! Frank, not mine. <laughs> uh, Mine's got a cool pair of shades on yeah. it. <laughs> I love your demons with shades. I think I have one, I'm not sure, but yeah, that, that fits in that deck, too. Uh, demons are getting a little uh, upgrade here, Frank. Yeah. You should definitely uh, get your shade. Wait, are you going to port some of the... No. You're just going to keep it stock? Yep. Okay. You do have a lot of demons, though. Yeah, and they're in the demon deck. It's gonna be tempting. Yes. Mm -hmm. The uh, the pestilence deck. Yeah. Pestilence uh, demons, my boy. Yeah. <laughs> so we have Broodlord. It is three and a green X for a three three uh, Tyranid Ravenous. Uh, Brood te telepathy. When Broodlord enters the battlefield, distribute X plus one plus one counters among any number of other target creatures you control. Pretty nice for the mm -hmm. uh, plus one plus one deck. So the Tyranid deck is looking pretty good. Mm -hmm. And there are some cards that are obvious upgrades in it, like Great Henge, that people were hoping would actually be reprinted. They didn't reprint yeah. them. Great Henge is up to like 50, 60 bucks. Yeah. It needs to, yeah. It's just kind of dumb. Like they should release it in maybe a secret layer or something, but it fits perfectly into this deck and it's probably going to go up even further yeah. when this gets released. So, alright. We've got uh, Old One-Eye. Yeah. You want to read that I missed off? it last night. We were talking about all these cards last night. Oh, you were? Yeah. On the group chat? Yeah. Sorry, I was... That's alright. Yeah. Yeah, Old One-Eye. Five and a green for a Tyranid legendary creature. He's got Trample. Other creatures you control have Trample. When he enters the battlefield, make a 5-5 five, five green Tyranid creature token. And then he has fast healing. At the beginning of your pre-combat main phase, you may discard two cards. If you do, return old one-eye from your graveyard to your hand. Sweet. He's a 6-6. Six, six. It's just ridiculous. Yeah, he's cool. For six mana, and it's only one green. Right. Six, That's six, what I said. Yeah, one five, green. Five. Get, trample. Yeah, 5-5 five, five, trample. Because he gives he... other creatures trample. Oh, yeah, so you you're get right. Two tra you got 11 power trample. That card's just insane. Yeah. It, like, I just want that for any kind of green commander deck I have. Yeah. 
It's just so good. Yeah, he's really good. Yeah. Um, then we have Rampant Growth. Yeah, Rampant Growth coming back. Love that art. Yeah. I want more of that art. Okay. And I want to put it on every card. Or any deck that has Rampant Growth, I want that to be the copy. Okay. Oh, shit. Yeah, Jesus, you got the wrong way. <laughs> now, I put this one in for the name. And the fact Slopity that Bile Piper. Oh my god! Yeah, man. Right? And it's a demon. So it is you a need demon. to get this and put it in the demon deck. It's so probably you can say, in the demon It might one. be in the demon deck. No, no. Well, yeah, but put it in your other demon deck. Oh, So no. you can have more huh. Jolly Gut Pipes. Jolly Gut Pipes. To fucking spread around. Two and a black. Uh, sorry. All right. Start at the top. Slopity Bile Piper. Creature Demon. Three and a black. Three, three. Uh, jolly Gut Pipes. Two and tap, sacrifice creature, the next creature spell you cast this turn has Cascade. That's, That's cool. really good. Yeah. In an all-black deck, that would be great. I love the art. I love the name. I love everything about this card. Mm. Um, I want more of this, Wizards, please. Give me more Sloppity Bile Pipers. <laughs> Didn't even know that existed. It should have flavor text, though. Uh, we have some more spoilers that are just coming in. Yes. So if you go on Amazon, the Mono Black deck is pre-ordering for about 15 to 20 bucks more than the other decks. Ooh. We didn't know why. And why is that? Well, now they're releasing spoilers, and I can see why. It's going to be an artifact-heavy deck. For example, one of the legendary creatures in the deck, his name is Trazon the Infinite. He's an artifact creature. He's a 4-6 for 6, 4 and 2 black. He has Death Touch. And then he has, as long as Trazon the Infinite is on the battlefield, he has all activated abilities of all artifacts in your graveyard. Oh, that's pretty good. Then you have another card called the Biotransference. It's an enchantment for 2 and 2 black. Creatures you control are artifacts in addition to their other types. The same is true for creature spells you control and creature cards you own that aren't on the battlefield. Whenever you cast an artifact spell, you lose one life and create a 2-2 Black Necron Warrior Artifact Creature Token. And then, on top of all of it, their number is Legion. It's a sorcery, X and 4 Black. Create X tap 2-2 Black Necron Warrior Artifact Creature Tokens. Then gain life equal to the number of artifacts you control. Exile their number is Legion. You may cast their number as Legion from your graveyard. Oh, that's cool. Scepter of Eternal Glory. Tap it. Add one mana of any color. Tap it. Add three mana of any one color. Activate this only if you control three or more lands with the same name. Oh, in my mono black deck. Oh, no. Yeah. So it seems that uh, the mono black is going to be artifact heavy, and I'm sure people are going to be scrambling to add these cards to yep. their artifact decks. In the big reap. Or just put good artifacts into this deck. The big reprint? Darkness. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And Darkness is getting a Darkness reprint. Darkness yep. is finally getting reprinted. Um, They've reprinted Darkness into the Mono Black deck. We got we got some decent ones. Uh, other than that, like Mutilates in there. Um, they are putting Reliquary Tower in, which is nice. Good. Yeah, yeah, they should put this in every deck. Like, Reliquary Tower It's just a be, good land. Yeah, if you're playing Commander, like it's just a good land. Kind yeah. of level. These should not be like five dollars for reliquary towers. Yeah. Um, and then they also put Mystic Forge in, which I'm kind of pissed about because I just bought a playset. So, damn it! This was like ten dollars. Oh. Uh, what was the other one? They didn't they? So they put Cage Sun in. Yep. 
And then, uh, I don't know if it was this one. No, it was another one. I saw Chromatic Lantern was getting reprinted. Oh, nice. So they're upping, yeah, like the... the Chromatic reprints. Lantern needs the reprint. That's at $10 right now. That's wild. Yep. I just saw that in one of the decks. Um, Warhammer 40K. So if anybody's um, wondering where we can get these deck lists, uh, the best place to go is MTG Goldfish because they lay out the entire deck. And then right at the top, it tells you the tabletop value. I'm not sure where uh, to get it other than the... This is the preview section? Yeah. Yeah. So there's a... I mean, it's one of the top Google results, too. So if you just put the name of the deck in, yeah, you can search for it pretty easily. Um, but yeah. Warhammer 40k decks look yeah. really good. That Necron one does look good, Sean. It does. Yeah. And I don't know if that's going to end up being the one that's worth the most, but it is right now the one that's pre-ordering for the most. Okay. So you figure you, if people who aren't going to keep the deck's bone stock, oh, they're just going to add good artifacts into the deck? This one's going for 277 tabletop. What is going on here? Which one's that? The Ruinous that's Powers. That's the Grixis one, it looks oh, like. Oh, wow. Oh, Frank. Oh, dear. Yeah, this is the one with Chromatic Lantern, so you'll be getting that makes Chromatic sense. Lantern. Yeah. Uh, there are a lot of like new cards in this deck. Maybe it, maybe that's messing with the price. Yeah. One of the things is they they up the pre-order price, but then when the deck comes out, like it tanks because yeah. everybody gets yeah. it. Right, right, because you can go to Walmart and get your... Yep. And then there's companies like uh, the gaming company that open a bunch of these pre-cons, yeah. and then they just sell all And the sell pieces. the cards individually, yeah. It is profitable to do so, but... Yeah. Then you end up with, like... Because somebody might see the deck and be like, well, I don't want to spend $55 for the deck when I only want that one card. Damn, dude, they're putting Brainstorm in here? Dark Ritual? Yeah, that's Reverberate. what I'm talking about. Nice. Wow. Chaos Warp? Okay, they're, this is good. Like, Wizards, keep doing this. Like, you're upping your game with your reprints. These are the kinds of right. cards that you need. They are, but is it worth it? Is it worth $55? I, yeah. With See, to me, I don't know. I don't think a pre-con commander deck... Should be more than like forty. Bucks. If you give good cards, though. Yeah, if you're gonna give good cards, but is does Chaos Warp really make it worth fifty five bucks? No. Exactly. That's what I mean. Is there a Shockland in it? That'd be different. Or a Fetchland? That'd be really different. But there's not. They you're just getting an altered art Chaos Warp, which is cool. Do that. But you're right. They should put Fetchlands at least one, and then one Shockland and one Triumph, if it's a tricolor. I mean, that would be optimal, but I don't see them doing all three. I would be happy for just one. Maybe just the Triumph. Because the Triumphs are at, like, $10 a piece. Yeah. I, so maybe just, like, just if they don't want to go crazy. Now, yes, I would love to get... Yeah. If that was had a Fetch, a Shock, and a Triumph in it, I'd pay 60 bucks for it. So, I've said this before. It doesn't cost them anything more. That's what I mean. Yeah. It doesn't. Yeah. But it does cost them more to get Warhammer 40k licensing. So they probably have to make up... Yeah. So that's probably why. Right, right. And instead of forty bucks, it's fifty five or is that forty nine ninety nine? I don't yeah. know. Nah. So it's ten dollars more for the Warhammer forty k. But you do get a lot of new cards. Well, you get a lot of new cards in Commander decks anyway. I mean, the amount of cards that they've been pumping out. Yeah. This that's the reason for the fatigue. It's like you just can't keep up. And yeah. it's like yeah. How many different Commander cards are you going to come out with for each set in a year? Right. That equal out to like two extra sets a year. Right, right. I mean, that's a lot. And they go into Legacy, so... That's true, yeah. Then you get these... You get these, like, pretty powerful cards in Legacy. Yeah. Like Maddening Hex that are up to $30. I mean, 
That card's just... It's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and it's meant to be played in four-player commander. But when you're just doing two-player legacy, it's it's pretty overpowered. Yeah. So there's a reason that's 40 bucks. And then you got Minsk and Boo, which... Or not 40, but 30. Uh, Minsk and Boo is up there, too. It's going like 25, 30 bucks now. Okay. Up from like $5 a few weeks ago. Pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so we got... Uh, all these 40k decks being uh, previewed this week, I think. Does the last one come out tomorrow? I think uh, we're just missing one. I'm not sure. The decks come out October 7th, so... Or, I'm sorry, the uh, the previews for them, though. I would think the previews got to end at some point in the one, near future. One, two, three. Yeah, one more tomorrow. I okay. Think. Yeah. All right. So you want to move on to the next topic? Yeah, yeah. what we got? All right, we're also going to talk some of the metagame. Uh, we're going to start with this cool rogue deck I found floating around. I wanted to share with you guys, see what you guys think about this. Okay. So this is a rogue deck for Modern. Uh, it actually, you can find it on MTG Top 8. It went, it took a tournament down. Listen to this list. Tell me what you think. 24 lands, 4 blast zones, a castle Vantress, 4 fairy conclaves, 2 hall of the storm giants, 9 islands, 1 minimo school order's edge, 2 Odawar soaring cities, and a waterlogged grove. This was, what did they call this? Mono blue aggro. Four brazen borrowers, four, four brazen borrowers, I'm sorry, four subtleties, four Svelin of the Sea and Sky, and four Vendillion clicks. Four oh. counter spells, four dismembers, four force and negations, four chalice of the voids, four spreading seas. Sideboard, two Hercules recalls, two ratchet bombs, two relics, one soul guide lantern, four tide shapers, two torpor orbs, and two unlicensed hearse. Took down a whole tournament. I like it. It's pretty sweet, right? Yep. Mono blue aggro. Hmm. You can buy the whole deck for eight hundred and eighty dollars. That is pretty good. It's a little expensive, but it's coming in under a thousand. Some of these, uh, I was gonna say, some of these modern decks are easily over a thousand. So that's kind of cool. Not sure I understand the spelling of sea and sky. Why not? Uh, like why not have it in there? Because it's indestructible as long as you control at least two other That's Merfolk. not why they're playing it. They're playing it because of when it attacks, it draws a card. Oh, uh, okay. Yep. Yeah, it is a 3-4 for, for three. For three. For three, and you draw a card when it attacks. Okay. It's good. Yeah. I, I love the instants and sorceries. Four counter spells, four force negations, four dismembers. If I can't counter it, I'm going to kill it. That yeah, it's pretty sweet, right? Dismember's good against Merktide. It is, yeah. Yeah. Um, I like Ben. Dillican click. It's a good card. Yeah. So yeah, I saw that floating around. I was like, oh, I gotta bring that up. That's kind of cool. Mono blue aggro. Oh, yeah. And it's all flyers except for Svelin. Yep. Yeah. That's 12 flyers uh -huh. plus the Conclave. Conclave flies, right? Conclave is a 2-1 with flying? Yep. Yeah. And that's then... sweet. And Hall of the Storm Giants doesn't have flying, but that's still a great card. Love that, that That's card. that late yeah. game power. Exactly. 7-7 Ward 3. Yep. Yeah. Four Chalice of the Voids and four Spreading Seas. Seems, it's almost like modern mono blue prison. <laughs> it is kind of like that. Right? Yeah. I'm going to counter your spell. I'm going to kill your creature. I'm going to put this Chalice out so you can't do anything. Oh, and that nice land you got? It's an island. And I'll draw a card off of it. This is geared very well towards Delver. Yeah. I think because of the amount of flying. And okay. the interaction that they have. And then... Just the Chalice of the Void, because a lot of Delver is one drop. Is one drops, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. I'll Chalice on one. Yeah. I mean, you get a two-for-one with the Brazen Borrowers. Yep. The subtleties just in case you need to return that Murktide. Yep. Um, yeah, I like this a lot. Yep. This is pretty cool. It's pretty sweet. I think there's a... 
There's gotta be. There's gotta be some kind of upgrade here. But I like the show. Probably. I like the idea. I like all the flying. Yeah. I don't know. I the feel like I uh, like it. The flash is nice too because it allows yeah. you to do that whole like uh, I can hold up my counter mask right. and end a turn. I can flash a creature in. Right. Right. Yeah. I like this with uh, ninjas. Maybe yeah, some of the Kamigawa ninjas. Yeah, okay. Because then you can keep returning these uh, the fairies like Brazen Borrower and uh, the Clicks all to your hand to get double. Like keep replaying them. Yeah, um, that might be something to look at. Hmm. You should build this deck. Try it. Yeah, maybe I will. Okay. I think. Yeah, yeah. I got everything. We could do it. Oh no, I don't have a Minamo School at Water's Edge for thirty dollars. Mm. Yeah, it was only printed once. Why didn't... Okay, this is... Yeah, same thing with Obaro. Yeah. Yep. That's like $70. Why yeah. didn't they reprint these in a secret layer when Kamigawa just came they out? They could have done a Kamigawa land secret layer. You know what they you know what else needs a report? The fucking hideaway lands. Yeah. They're worth a dollar. They are. They're not worth anything. Uh, well, they could have reprinted um, the original Besaju because that's at like $35, $40. Bucks. Who, in, uh, uh, who shelters all? Didn't they do one of them? In uh, the, from the Vault. It was in From the Vault Land... Or From the yep. Vault Realms... What did they do? Hall of the Bandit Lord? Then there's one that they did in the um, in a secret layer that just came out. It was in it the wasn't ne- neon ink one. Uh, well, it wasn't Besaju. Besaju's only got two prints: original and from the Vault Realms. Oh, it wasn't? No. I thought they did one of the lands. Yeah, they did. Did they? Yeah. See, I have it. Besaju oh, they did. Shelters all. Yeah, and they did it with the neon ink foil. Oh, I didn't know about that. Shit, I should have told you if you wanted it. I don't need it, I'm just saying. Well, actually, they're not that bad right now. $26.99 is better than the... Well, yeah. That was was like a $40 or $50 card. I was going to say it was $40. Yeah, see. The other cards in the drop were uh, Hall of the Bandit Lord. That's worth $10. Okay. And um, it came with Ghostly Prison in Neon Ink Foil, which is so good. It's not in here. But yeah, this is what they chose to do instead of like Obaro yeah. and Minamo. They did Wind Risk Heights. Ooh. Two fifty. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. And it's in like Japanese. Like $2.50. Yeah, not yeah, $250. I can't fucking read that. It's in Japanese. I mean, I like the art, but... Yeah. I don't know. But it's a Wind Risk Heights. Yeah. Well, I shouldn't... Like, the Phyrexian drop was... I mean, can you read Phyrexian? No. No, no but it looks cool. Yeah, it does. Alright, so uh, you had another deck on here, right? I too, baby. Oh, I'm yeah? full of decks today. Yeah, you were texting me. You were like, oh man, I got something. You gotta put this fucking thing on the screen right now, because mm-hmm. I am not reading, unless you really want me to. What is the um, what is the deck called and where did you get it? I'm gonna put it on the screen. Okay, so I, I read, yeah, put it up on the screen. Oh, uh, we're not reading through all no, that. No, we're not. I'm not. <coughs> I reached out to uh, the creator of the deck. How many cards are in it? 500. 500 it's a 500 card, card deck. Modern deck. I reached out to the creator of the deck. Uh, he's on Twitter, at HarryMTG. Uh, but HarryMTG decided not to respond to me. I wanted to try and get a little interview with him. I guess we're not good enough to be graced with HarryMTG's presence. Uh, anyway, I reached out to him because I wanted to know how the deck did and how much it cost, more importantly. He did not respond, but this monstrosity of a deck apparently did half okay. It is a 500-card Battle of Wits deck. Okay. And it is literally just playing every good card that's in Modern. 
calls it the 500 card special. That's what it is. It's a it's a BOW deck. So Who, I played the companion. Yeah, Orion. Oh, it went a little harder than 20 extra cards. It Jesus. is pretty cool looking. Four Tormagoyfs, four Furies, four Subtleties, four Fire of Inventions, four Force of Vigors. It's just four ofs of the best cards that you can play in Modern. Ephemerate. Four Ephemerates? Yeah. It's 186 lands, 143 creatures, and 171 other spells for a grand total of 500 cards. And it has a 15-card singleton sideboard because the main board plays Karn the Great Creator, so you can just get whatever artifacts over there. Uh, four glittering wishes, so you can just get whatever's in your sideboard. I think it plays four wishes, too. Uh, don't quote me on that. I could be wrong, because I don't say it, but I thought it did. That would seem excessive. Um, you know what else I love? It plays in the main board one Shadow Spear, one nice. Springleaf Drum, <laughs> one Pithing Needle. And you ask, why? It's a 500-card deck. Yeah, well, it sagas, plays right? four Urza Sagas. Yeah, yeah. But I think, of the entire deck, I think my favorite thing in the whole 500-card main board, where is it, where is it, where is it, is this one-of time warp. Why not? Ooh. Why not have a one-of time warp? Or maybe it's the one-of culture complete. I don't know which one I like more. This has to be so expensive. Oh, it has to be. And I tried to price it out last night on Goldfish, and guess what happened? It broke? Goldfish crashed and erased the whole thing before I finished, so I did not start it up again. So you gotta do it in pieces. Notice Fuck that down. there's also there's the Yurion as the companion, yeah, and then there's, there's three Yurions in, in the, the main, main board. Yeah. Why not? That, yes, exactly. That's why. Um, that's why I have a playset because yep. I feel like you could do that. You absolutely I mean, can. I think in that that mono blue deck, the Urza's uh, Lord of the High. That Lord High Artificer, I have one in the main, one in the side. And then it plays four Wargates. I saw that. It plays four, or I'm sorry, it plays three Bring Delights, and that way you can get your Battle of Wits to win the game. Yes. Pretty sweet. This is awesome. It is awesome, and this I would love better. to play this, but I, w I can't, I don't have the money for this. How do you shuffle it? Well, in Moto, Moto shuffles it for you, but in real life, I don't think you could shuffle this. Yeah, it would be like right? this high. Oh, easy. Yeah. A 500 card? I just I mean, love the 15 card. You obviously double sleeve it. Oh, it has to be double sleeved. What are you, a savage? So here's the thing. You could play this in Moto, because obviously you're not physically shuffling it. Moto shuffling it for you. That's so fine. So many tickets. But could you theoretically shuffle this in? Like, could you take this to a tournament and play it? Well, you, need a, you would need assistance, so no. Right. I don't think you so could you'd shuffle have to this play. So then, so then it's like, then it, should it be allowed to be played in Moto? Like, should there be a limit of like, come on, man. Uh, well... You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. well, I want to play this in paper. Well, you can't because you need assistance shuffling it. But you can play no. it in Moda. I don't know. Either that's way. A good, that's a good question. I still think it's sweet. All these little mana rampers, four Noble High Arcs, four Utopia Sprawls, four uh, Gilded Gooses, the four goose Birds, loose. four Arboreal Grazers, four oh, Summoner's yeah. Packs, four Ragavans, four Lightning Bolts, four Flame Slashes, four of every... Uh, it's I, I yeah, like it's four of every Elemental... Yeah. It's four Omnoths, it's four uh, Risen Reefs, four Renin Sixes, four Stoneforge Mystic, because you know you're playing Shadow Spear, and there's a Batter Skull in there, one of Batter Skull. <laughs> four Golos! <laughs> this deck is... Never mind that shit. Here comes Golos! Here comes Golos! This deck is something else. Four Supreme Verdicts. It's cool. Check this out. Four Scape Shifts and four Valakut the Molten Pinnacles. 
Because why not? Why not? Four Force of Vickers in the main board. I like the Storm the Festivals. I'm gonna price, Hell yeah. I'm gonna price this up. Do it. Not right now. No, I'm not. And I'm gonna do right it now. and I'm gonna I'm gonna total it up for next week. Okay. What do you, what are your guesses how much this is? Uh, dude, just looking at the land bases, it's four of every fetch, four of every shock, four Urza saga, two of every triome. You're in legacy territory with like, this. I'm just I'm, that's just going off lands. Like that's even before getting that's just lands. Four prismatic vistas. I'm going to There's a hundred and this is $9,300. Woo! I mean, are you... I was I was saying probably we're probably looking You know, it's funny you said $9,300 because my wife said, how much would that cost? And I, went, I don't know, $10,000? I mean, it. the most expensive deck is $2,000. Here we go. Here's a quick... Real quick. I'm saying it's still under five. Okay. You think that's under... Oh, 5000 Yeah. Oh, I was going to say... Oh, five hundred I was about to say, Frank, are you insane? Um... Real quick, oh, real quick. What would you think just a playset of each fetch land costs? Uh, all right, so one twenty, two forty, and then each one's eighty. So it's times eight, eight, six, four. Probably eight hundred seventy-five dollars. So about nine hundred dollars for a playset of every fetch. Yeah. So there's a thousand dollars right there. Exactly. That's only the fetches. Now you still got to do. All a playset of every shock, yeah. a playset of every uh, draw land, a place. Oh, I'm sorry, two of every triome. Is that playset of every fetch, including four prismatic pistas? Because they're like thirty bucks a piece. Yeah, they are thirty bucks. Yeah. So that's another hundred. Yeah, that's a thousand dollars right there. On Three the horizon canopies, the four Urza sagas. Yeah. I Either think way, I mean, <laughs> we should just pull our money and build this in Moda. <laughs> I think so. This would be. I wish you could have tickets, you know, the loan accounts, yeah. more than a thousand because. Yeah. Yeah. That ain't How awesome is this? I would give yeah. anything to play this for a week. That would be fun. It would be fun. Hats off to this guy. Now, are you. Did you pull up his Twitter? I did. Because yeah. he did show his opening hand the first time he played it. Off this uh, thread? Probably off that thread, yeah. All right, I got it. I'm not signed in. Whatever it is. No way. No, that's not his opening oh, okay. hand. Okay, okay. Somebody said that. Wait, somebody, somebody said this deck's really good, except the four Tarmogoyfs. They're unplayable. <laughs> no, Tarmogoyf is good again. No, is it not coming up? I didn't see it. Because I definitely, I know I definitely saw. Because he put here's my here was my opening hand. Let me see if I can find it real fast. Oh, first opening. There hand. it is. First opening hand, dude. So what was it? It was a Horizon Canopy, a Mishra's Bubble, a Prismatic Ending, a Risen Reef, Karn, a Corn the Great Creator, Five Fairy, Five Fairy, and a Battle of Wits. Well, at least he got Battle of Wits. <laughs> I mean... How awesome, though! How fucking sweet! What do you do if you look across... You're looking at Moto and you're like, that says my opponent has 493 cards in I deck. think my opponent is playing Battle of Wits. <laughs> I have lost the Battle of Wits, and I was like, what the fuck is this deck? And then they just played it, and I'm like, oh, God, they win. Dude, I saw that, and I was like, look at this monster. They just kept cantripping the entire time. And then I'm pretty sure he won. Yeah, I played Mono Blue Battle. He put put another screenshot, and he said, my ticket's paid off, so I'm assuming he won. Oh, God. My play points have been... That's it. Yeah. He won? Yeah, he won. Yeah, he blinked out their name. That's nice of him. Well, look, he got a bunch of lands out. Yeah, he did end up drawing through it. He didn't mulligan that. Right, right. Impressive. Pretty sweet. Oh, man. He had that guy in lockdown. What was he playing? Red-white artifacts? 
Yeah, some kind of Boros artifact. No, Jeskai artifacts. Jeskai artifacts, artifacts yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. I saw that and I was like, this thing's fucking impressive. Off the walls. I like it. Alright. Something else I wanted to talk about. Yes. You got it? It still is shocking to me when I look at Liliana of the Veil and I see that it says stand- legal in standard. Mm-hmm. She hasn't been legal in standard in about ten years. That's right. So, I thought, what an interesting time to go look back at the ten year, uh, at, at standard from ten years ago mm-hmm. and see what the top deck was ten years ago, the last time Liliana of the Veil was standard legal. Ready for this deck? Yes. This deck was called... I'm ready to not know a lot of them. Blue White Delver. With Liliana? No, it didn't play. The top <laughs> deck did not play Liliana. The okay. top deck was Blue White Delver. Okay. However, this was from the standard she was legal in. Four Glacial Fortresses, nine islands, two Moreland Haunts, and four Sea Chrome Coasts. Yep. Ooh. Two Algarabolas, four Delvers, four Geist of St. Traffs, a Phantasmal Image, two Resto Angels, four Snapcasters. Four Git Probes, three Gut Shots, two Mana Leaks, four Ponders, four Thought Scours, four Vapor Snags, three Rune Chanters Plakes. Sideboard, four Celestial Purge, one Divine Offering, three Knights of Glory, two Mental Missteps, a Phantasmal Image, one Planes, a Revoke Existence, and two Timely Reinforcements. Wow. That was the top standard deck. That's pretty, that's a good deck. You can build that entire deck right now for $300. Is it any yeah. good? No. Even but with the you Snapcasters. Could. Even with the Snapcasters, he's, he's yeah. Not, he's not money anymore. How much is he? he Snapcaster? I'll tell you right now. Oh, it was right... Oh, it was a, no, that was, was a screenshot. Out. Okay. Yeah, I mean, Snapcaster was 50 bucks for a while. He might have gotten a list reprint. Snapcaster? You can get a Snapcaster right now for $25. Oh. See? I overpaid. Nah. I did play him for a bit. But I thought that was cool to go back and look at the top standard deck the last time she was in yeah. standard. Yeah. Four I mean, Git Probes, they're bad. I heard that, yeah. Uh, and then in the sideboard, the two mental missteps, that's bad. Oh, for modern. No, I'm talking, we're talking modern, yeah. but in standard, yeah. I love the three gut shots, because why not? Yeah. It was coming off of uh, uh, the Mirrored and Besieged standard, so that was pretty cool. Four Snapcaster. Snapcaster back Geist. then was what ten dollars. He was nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Geist. Four Geist of Saint Draft. What a what a cool dude. At this time, I wouldn't be surprised if you told me the Geist to Saint Draft was worth more than the Snapcaster Mage. Probably. <laughs> so I thought that was cool. Take a look back at the top standard deck the last time she was standard legal. Yeah, I like it. Oh yeah. All right, we've got a modern Tameshi Bloom deck. This one is. Based around the combo of Tameshi Reality Architect and Cultivator Colossus, which you are familiar with. Oh, yeah. Yes. Cultivator Colossus in primetime is a nice little uh, secondhand finisher. Yeah. Um, that's like the backup plan in case Primeval Titan does not get on the field. Now, what I like about this one is it's got one of your commanders in the main deck. You it does. It? The Vorborygmus and Rage. Yeah. Lots of yeah, lands. Cave and decks. Hell yeah. And it's got four war gates. So, Haven't seen Borborygmus enraged in a modern deck since Grizzlebrand. Yep. <laughs> Two Finale of Devastations, four Lotus Bloom, that's part of the combo, and uh, a couple of Renin Sixes, and three Fairy? Yeah, three yeah. Fairy. So uh, this one uh, this one won a tournament. This was the Four Seasons Tournament at Bologna, Italy. Italy? Wow. Bologna, Italy. 
Yeah. And uh, I do like this deck. I think it's a good uh, combo. I think yeah, Tameshi cool. is one of those cards that is 50 cents. or Yeah. So you can get Tameshi Reality Architect for 25 cents. This is going to be one of those that goes up yeah. eventually in time. Primo treatment on this card should be the Showcase. It's only 38 cents. For yeah. <laughs> it's got anime art. And the foil of this is only $2.34. Nice. That's a steal. Yes. That's, that's going to go up. So, yeah, like this one. It's, yeah, it's cool. I've seen it in the past, but this one won a tournament. Uh, pretty big one, too. Then we got a top eight challenge from Monday. So what I found interesting about this one is the change that we have in this uh, MTGO challenge from Monday. Uh, 9th. 912. We got first place blue red aggro. Nothing crazy about that, but we have second place scape shift, third place creativity, fourth place creativity. Hell yeah. Fifth place scape shift. So that right there you have two through five all scape shift and creativity. And you got a living end, hammer time, and uh this is draws regular trend. Yeah, yeah. Okay, colorless Tron. Sometimes nice. it's green. But yeah, I mean these creativity decks have been really, really uh, it's so much fun. When you, when it works, it's so much fun. Yeah, they've been on fire lately. These two are pretty much the same, I think. Eh, they have some differences, but one runs Jace, and the other runs Leyline Binding. So Leyline Binding's the one I want to play. That's the five-color one. Yeah. yeah. Four Ren and Sixes. That one did do better. <laughs> Archon's the only creature, though, right? Yep. Yes. Yeah. Is it three Archons or four? Four. Yeah, okay. I've yeah. seen one that only had three arch on the main, which That's I thought was a little weird, but... Yep, four Ren and Sixes. One Emrakul on the sideboard. One Emrakul on the sideboard. You gotta be prepared for Mill. That's right, but it doesn't matter. I played Mill last night, it doesn't matter. I didn't even bring the Emrakul in, because they just run uh, Expiry. Expiry uh, and Surgical Extraction, they just deal while he's on the stack. Uh, so he's not even a really good sideboard against Mill, because they run... I'm pretty sure they run four of each card... A play set of both. Because yeah. that's the only way... You well, I think they run four surgicals in the main. Yeah, they do. And four expirates in the side. So, that. he's really not an answer for Mill anymore. And it happened to me last night. I was like, oh, I didn't even that care. Sucks. Yeah, It was fine. Like, it is what it is, but... All right. It's still cool. So, uh, let's do hot cards this week. Yeah, baby, we got some cards reaching all-time highs and some cards reaching all-time lows. So, would you rather hear highs or lows first? Highs, highs. Highs. Okay, so you want to start with the good news. I'm only going to do relevant cards because, obviously, an unlimited Mox Emerald is on here, but I don't care about an unlimited Mox Emerald. Um, <laughs> so, as far as, like, relevant cards goes, the one that's got me the most is this Intervention Pact, the white pack that nobody talks about. Yeah, Cost zero intervention pack is white. The next time a source of your choice would deal damage to you this turn, prevent that much damage. You gain life equal to the damage prevented this way. At the beginning of your next upkeep, pay one and two white if you don't lose the game. Huh. Uh, it was oh, It's the pack nobody talks about. You're like, what's the white one do? Well, currently, intervention pack is on the upward tick. It's at its all-time high of $6. Oh, wow. Yeah, so uh, not too sure what's bringing in intervention pack, but it's on the uptick. Which is kind of cool. Uh, let's see. Another one that's half relevant. Pathraiser of Ulamog. The <laughs> Uncommon. He's at his all-time high of $6. Yeah. 
That's that's right. Wild. That's a card you might just have sitting in your box. I actually just. I mean, it's good in EDH. It's great in EDH. Yeah. I did have it sitting in my box, and I traded it into Card Kingdom. Okay. Yeah. So if you have, <laughs> a, if you, you might be sitting on four or five and don't even know it, there's twenty dollars worth of credit right there. Mystery booster. Mystery booster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mystery booster. Nice. Uh, Avison Angel of Hope, the reprinted one from Double Masters, all time high of fifty one bucks. God damn it. She makes all your permanents indestructible. Have indestructible. Yeah. That needs to be reprinted. She's been reprinted a few times. Yeah. Yeah, and she's still... just keep buying it up. She's still up there, yeah. Uh, She's in her all-time high of 51. So that's another white card. I don't know what's going on with white right now, but white's the time to... Guess what else is on there? Another white card. It's all-time high. Leyline binding. Mm-hmm. How much did you pay for them foil leyline bindings? $5. Well, sir. regular leyline bindings at $18. My God. Yep. Stonks. 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 Um, let's see. What else do we got? Anything else worth noting? Here's one. Spell Stutter Sprite from Modern Masters, originally from Lorwyn, I believe. An all-time high of $6. A common. Oh, it's yeah. one in a blue for a 1-1 one, one with flash and flying. When it enters the battlefield, counter target spell with converted mana cost X or less, where X is the number of fairies you control. I went through my box and I found this. Okay. It was uh, it was very, very... Um, I don't even know what I'm trying to think. I'm sorry. That's I'm okay. just looking at the Secret Layer Drop Series for $45, and I'm like, shit, do I have this? What the... F-? Yep. She's on the uptick. She's at her all-time high. Can you hand me that white binder on the top shelf? This one? Yeah, the big fat one. It's heavy. Let me see that. Throw it in the trash. Throw it in the trash. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. Let's see that. This is my foil binder. Yeah, it's about to be a fucking napkin. Uh, Only two more relevant cards, really, on this list. Oh, shit, I got them. Well, there you go. There's the secret layer. There you go. Holy crap. That's Look for your binders, people. You might have four. It was a common from Modern Masters, originally from Lorwyn. You might be sitting on a bunch of them. That's worth $45? There you go. I got the whole thing for 40 Well. There you go. Stonks. Man. What a uh, deal. Doubling season, which has been reprinted into the dirt, is at its highest of $96. Dude, I need that card. Which one? Doubling season. Doubling season? Well... Now's not the time to buy it. Yeah. Now is not the time to buy it. I traded in Parallel Lives because I thought it would be reprinted in Double Masters. Because it's like a doubling thing. Maybe doubling season should have been a Double Masters. Was it not? No. Well, it wasn't the original, but not 2022. They could have done it this year, too. They should have, but doubling season at its highest price it's ever been. $96.74. And the last one, another rare you might be thinking, uh, it's just a bulk rare. Altar of the Brood. No, that's like up to, what, 30 bucks? 30 bucks. I saw that. It's highest price, yeah. I just traded it in a So those are, those are some half-relevant cards that I thought were kind of cool that are on the uptick at the highest. Uh, now, on the other side of the coin. Yeah. We do have lows. some relevant cards that are at their all-time lows. You mean opportunity, sir. Yeah, yeah. These are the cards to buy. Uh, my favorite, Noble High Arc, at an all-time low of $12.77. Do you remember what the high used to be? For Noble Hierarch? It's over 70 Four, bucks. Wasn't it? it was over 70 bucks. No, yeah. it was over 100. Was it really? Yeah. Check this out Noble Hierarch. 
I remember looking at this when I was going to buy This is them. Noble Heritage. Oh, well, you oh, did the wrong one there. No, you clicked the wrong one. I watched you do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Look at this. Oh, my God. Oh, no, you're right. 80, yeah. 75, 82. I was going to say, I don't think she made it over 100. 70, and yep. now the bitch is what? $12. $12. Yep. Go on TCG. Somebody Fair. else on, on the low tick, Jace the Mind Sculptor. He's at the lowest he's ever been, 48, 49. Oh, he's been... Okay, yeah. That's the lowest he's ever reached. I think I got... Oh, wow, yeah. I think I got him around that. Yeah, he's, he's been hovering around there. Um, a lot of people think Jace isn't okay. as uh, powerful as he used oh, to be. Oh, we're getting there. We're getting oh, there. yeah. Uh, Vendillion Click, the lowest it's ever been, at $6.44. Ooh. wonder uh, how much is the secret layer? Wow, dude, the fairy deck, the fairy secret layer is yeah. so good. It's fairies, yeah. people, who people like fairies, fairies, like yeah. that thing. Like, I mean, damn. Yeah, Vendilican Click is yeah, man. I that's a good card, and wasn't that just in that blue deck that it's we saw? Was. Yeah, it was. Yeah, might have to get a play set of those. Hey, remember when Tarmogoyfs were fucking $150 a piece? Oh, my God. Well, Tarmogoyf is at his lowest price ever. You can get a Tarmogoyf for $19. Oh, God, that's so good. Which, buy him up now, baby. How many times have they reprinted him? A lot. And it took a lot. It took a lot of reprints, and it took people. Like I said, when they said to that guy, yeah, it's 500 cords, but it's uh, 496 playable cords and four Tarmogoyfs. <laughs> uh, one of your streams of four. Yeah. I, I pick it in. I see someone playing. I was like, Tarmogoyf? Yeah. In this economy? Yeah, exactly. Dude, the the one from Time Spiral is $13. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yep. Get your Tarmogoyfs now. Poor Goyf. Um, what's another good one? Raphine's Tower? There's a Triome. $9. Lowest it's ever been. I mean, if people aren't... If you don't have them already, get the lands. This is the time to get them. Uh, Cryptic Command. Fourteen dollars. Oh, 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 that was another one. Remember? Oh, I yeah. can't play that cool modern deck because it runs four cryptic commands. Well, guess what, baby? Four man is too expensive now, sir. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Damn. Uh, and let's end it on a let's end it on a good one. Here we go. Here's a card that's half played in modern. Batter Skull, the lowest it's ever no. been. No six, way. Six dollars and seventy five cents. That's that's a steal. And that's for an original one. That's you know for an OG bat, an original new Phyrexia batter skull. It's because people are playing uh, Calder Complete instead yep. of this. Right. It has been replaced. It has. Yeah. Um, wow. But that's not to say it's not a good card. No, it's a great card. Right. I mean, it has lifelink. Uh, Calder Complete doesn't have lifelink, right? No. I don't know. But yeah. it's indestructible. It is indestructible. And when it deals, and it's first strike, and when it deals damage, it exiles. Which yeah. Which is great, but hey, for control. Oh, here's decks, another good one. I'm sorry. Lifelink. Let's end on this one. Uh, the Borderless Damnation, eighteen dollars. In Double Masters, 22? Double Masters, Double Masters twenty two. The Borderless Damnation, eighteen ninety nine. Yeah, so do I. See this art, man? It's creepy. Yeah. Wow. Oh wow. Twenty bucks for oh. the foil. There's more. Wait, I might keep going. There's more here. Season Pyromancer Borderless. He's down to twenty eight dollars. Jeez. I pulled one of those in really my boxes good. and I sold it. Well, good, I mean, you probably a, sold it at the best time because he's on the down tick. Yeah, look at this. I sold him right here. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Now he's down to that much. Ooh, you could upgrade. That is great. Yeah, there's Snapcaster Mage we were just talking about. Yeah. Snapcaster Mage is on the down tick. My how he's fallen. Yeah. He's at like 50 bucks. 
Not anymore. Lily, the last hope. She's down to thirteen dollars. Woo! Must have got rep- oh yeah, it got reprinted in uh, Double Masters twenty two. Yeah. Okay, that was one of the textured foils. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I think I'm almost at the bottom of the list. Uh, Double Masters Batter Skull is six dollars. Man. Four um, Batter Skulls. Anymore? I would say that. Uh, Double Masters 22, the lows are probably going to hit around holiday season here. So okay. even these, uh, like the Season Pyromancer and the Damnations, may have even a little further to fall before they really hit their lows. Okay. Because around Christmas, people are buying stuff for Christmas, not trading cards. Okay. People are selling trading cards in order to get Christmas gift funds. So I think the best time to buy is usually in like December and January. Yeah. When people are broke and they're like, dude, I got all these cards sitting around. Let me sell some real quick, and everybody's in a... Yeah. Oh, here's here's the fire. one I'll end on. Assassin's Trophy. $7.50. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. I really like that art. Yeah. Um, the... Oh, shoot. The Borderless one? Yeah. Yeah, let's pull it up. I love this art. Oh, I don't think... The Borderless one isn't the one that I was talking about. That's not that's not the one that's on the damn. That one's eight dollars. Yeah, it's only eight bucks, man. Well, that's still good because it's just it, the card one. itself overall is, is dropping Ooh. in price. Damn, man. Yeah, this man. Is, uh, that yeah. used to be really expensive. Yeah. So uh, now's the time to pick those cards up. Get it for five six fifty. Yeah, Shit. man. Wow. All right. So uh, let's move on to the Frank Jank. You ready, oh, Frank? I am. What do you got? I'm so, going to pull it up on screen. This is a uh, kind of, well, somewhere we're talking about our, those creativity decks, a lot of fun, right? Yeah. But, yeah, like, five-card creativity, that's like grand. It's expensive. It's expensive card. What if I could tell you there's a deck that could play a similar style, but you could build the deck for a lot cheaper? Okay. That is Shape Anew. That is a sorcery. Back from Scars of Mirrodin, uh, it's three and a blue. The controller of target artifact sacrifices, then reveals cards from the top of his or library until he or she reveals an artifact card. That player puts that card onto the battlefield, then shuffles all other cards revealed this way into their library. So, what you then do is you play... Hard well, evidence? I, you, no, 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 no. Oh, you could? So actually, now, be now, better with now you could play hard what you would also play is a singleton dark steel relic. Right. Okay. Fabricates. Yep. Trinket right. mages. Yep. Um, and your bomb of choice back then was uh, whatever it was, blight steel colossus. Uh, it's still blight steel colossus. Okay. Now, if you want to go cheaper, like, you could do Inkwell Leviathan. Yeah. Okay. You could. Island walk, trample shroud at a 7 Eleven. Like, yeah, how do you deal with an Inkwell Leviathan? Yeah. yeah. Now, what's also nice is, again, this. More money, but you now have the support of force negation to protect the combo. Okay. Yeah. Well, hold on, because you can only force for free on their turn, and this is a sorcery. That's right. Yeah. You need an instant. I always forget but, about that. I know, but you do. Uh, you can play offer. Uh, you can't like, refuse that, or even you could also play like stuff like was it a curse catcher or whatever. Like those creatures that can... You can sack oh, to counter. Yeah. Like Voldale and... Yeah, 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 yeah. Put it in a Merfolk deck, man. You could, yeah. But, say, if you like that, change something into something. Yeah. It's still four mana. Right. Like, 
I like it. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. And uh, foil of that, one printing, by the way, from Scars of Mirrodin. Yep. One printing, and the foil is only a dollar. Nice. Uh, yeah, I like this one, Frank. Um, yeah. I like picking this up for, uh, it looks like some other people are picking this up for 15 cents for the regular copy. Oh, there's a foil. All right, no buyouts yet. This was my first modern deck. Back in this day. was your first one? Mm -hmm. Oh, that's great. I think uh, I think this may be worth it, like, just to get a play set of foils in uh, lightly played or near mint for under $5, maybe? Yeah. Hmm. All right. I like it, Frank. That's some jank that I can get mm. behind. Under a dollar. I think that should be, like, the jank rule. Has to be yeah. under a dollar? Yeah, it should be under a dollar. Yeah. Or right okay. around it. That's fair. Yeah. All right. Now, the rat stash pick of this Ooh. week is uh, we have Shard Convergence. Who doesn't like four-for-ones? So this is a sorcery from Conflux, I believe. Yep. From Conflux, and it is three and a green. Search your library for a plains card, an island card, a swamp card, and a mountain card. Reveal them and put them into your hand and shuffle your library. You so, all your shock lands, baby. You can, yeah. You can. Yeah. You can get all your shock lands. You can get the triumphs. You can get all the triumphs. You can get all the... It is a four for one. And, that's uh, that's awesome. Yeah. You can always discard them. You've got Crucible of Worlds. There's Tameshi, uh, Reality Architect. If you're playing a five, a five color EDH deck, you're playing Shark Convergence. I'm sorry. Yes. You're yes, absolutely you playing that. This is uh, one printing, and it's 34 cents direct yeah. from GCG player. I think this is underrated. I know there's other cards that put them onto the battlefield, but just having this four is still cards, really good. Yeah. So I think back in the day when we were playing like sixty cards, yeah, you know, kitchen table, we didn't understand the a planes card. We literally thought you're just grabbing some basics. Yeah. And it's like, oh no, oh no, oh yeah. This is uh, yeah, and you could get uh, castles too. Yeah, because right? our castles oh, play the castles are. Lost. Yep. I mean, yeah. it's kind of janky, but you could get the Eldraine lands like a. That's what he's talking about. No, yeah. not not the castles, like a like Mystic Sanctuary. Like Mystic Sanctuary. Yeah, Dwarven Mind. Dwarven Mind. Yeah. They're, they have basic land types, yeah. Yeah, you could do that. Or, uh, the um the dual lands from Dominaria, the ones that are that come into play tapped. Yeah. They're still they have basic land types. Mm-hmm. Yes, mountain exactly. Swamp, the Black Blood one is still a mountain swamp, just enters tapped. Oh, the castles aren't uh, swamps. Yeah. Uh, I was thinking of. I was thinking. Of you were thinking of the ones from, I'm thinking of. Yep. Yeah, yeah, my bad. They have basic lands. These need yeah. basic lands into play. In play to come in right, untapped. Right, right. But yeah, imagine playing this and getting four triumphs. Oh. There you go. Now you have. There's your perfect mana base. Now you can just cycle them. Yeah, you could. You have four cycling cards. I mean, they're going to enter tapped, but you have. Yeah. You'll have perfect mana. Just four shock lands. Yeah. Any kind of value like that is good. You're yeah, that's great. Filling up your hand. Somebody who's playing a five-color EDH deck properly is playing one of each chocolate. So, do you have that in your Bor Borborygmos deck? No. Oh, okay. We, would you not want that in there? What this shard convergence? Well, yeah. I don't have a planes to get. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, he's only two. Colors. He's only two colors. Yeah, never mind. But in the, if you're playing a five-color deck and you don't play this, what are you doing? Like it would literally just be a one-for-one for, one for him. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Because it's not even going to get a forest. Right, right, because right, yeah. you can't get a forest, yeah. So, yeah, I should put that in my dragon deck. But in a five-color deck, absolutely put this. Yeah, my hurt. Because you run every every shock. Yep. Do you run every triumph? 
I actually run the Triumphs, not the Shocks. Okay. So you still get four Triumphs. Yeah. That's let pretty him, good. Let them run this so that way you can then opposition agent. Yeah. <laughs> I, do like a search. I do like opposition agent. All right. Uh, that brings us to the end of our uh, show notes. Yeah, another successful episode. You're darn right. Uh, anything you guys want to add? I'm good. You're Where good? can they uh, find you? They can find me on Twitter and Twitch. Uh, at Sean X Fury, and you can find me on Instagram, Sean Fury MTG. You Where can, can they find you, Steve? They can find me on Rapport TCG on uh, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Oh, that's right, my YouTube at Sean X Fury. Yeah, forgot about that. Gotta plug the YouTube. Yeah, gotta plug the YouTube. You know, there's two Sean X Furies on YouTube because I had an original one and I lost the, uh, oh, the yeah. credentials, so now so I can't don't get follow into that one. Yeah, follow so the if one you with search, the neon. yes, look for yeah. the one with the octopus, yeah. not the original one yeah. from when I was 14. <laughs> <laughs> Although you can find some funny videos of me and Frank on that one. And Frank, the... Frank, you're on Twitch now. You can plug your Twitch. Oh, yeah. But Jackie, you don't... I don't put anything out there. I just comment on the stream. Jackie Frankie. Hell yeah. Oh, that's perfect. I didn't yeah, know that was Jackie your name. Frankie, yeah. Oh, man. I hopped on the one day and said, Jackie Frankie is now watching. I said, hell yeah, look at that. You knew instantly. Yeah, oh, instantly. <laughs> All right. All well, right, then, yeah, then that brings us to a close. For myself, Sean Fury. Rapport TCG. Frank. We hope you enjoyed this episode. We will be back next Monday.